This is Steve Goodrich, known on the trail as Bird Shooter, and this is N2 Backpacking, a podcast for both hikers and backpackers. Hey, backpackers, Birch here. And tonight on the show, we take a look back at some hiking and backpacking events that made the news this past year. It's been a few years since we've done this, and I'm joined by Cardiac and Grown Boy for this episode, which is a studio recording where we recap and comment on some mishaps from 2023. In the show, we discuss some interesting events from this past year, including another hiker that found themselves in a pit toilet a loyal dog that survived 72 days on a high peak of Colorado, and a few events that involved Hollywood actors in the backcountry. Finally, we close out with some trail stats from the Appalachian Trail this past year, and we discuss ridiculous comments made by visitors to our national parks in 2023. Here is episode 103. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Bird Shooter. And I am joined by Cardiac and Drone Boy once again in the studio. And we're going to recap some hiking and backpacking headlines from 2023 as we transition into the new year. Fellas, thank you for participating in episode 103. Yeah, we're late because I was traveling. Yeah, we were going to try to do this in December. Yeah, a week ago. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, we're well. just we're just after New Year's. Right. Well, I'm just glad you're out of rehab now and, and you look great. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was tough. Touch and go there for a while. <laughs> so Drone Boy Cardiac, you guys have the unique honor of having done two not one, two studio podcasts back to back. I believe that might be a first. Well, I think that's what happens when you're the highest rated podcast <laughs> guest ever in the history of the podcast. That's that's hey, called good marketing, Steve. You know, I, I send people over to you from my podcast too. Yeah, Daily stock pick podcast. I, I've noticed a, a pickup in my How downloads. Good. Yeah, so thank the you. The nerd that. demographic has increased uh, <laughs> on the uh, podcast. Less athletic. Should we talk so. Mac D moving averages? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, right. You want to give a quick pitch to your other podcast? Gary? No, I mean, it's Daily Stock Pick. Gary Vaughn, not Drone Boy, but um, you can listen to it on Spotify. It's on YouTube. I'm on YouTube Live every morning about eight thirty. Um, you know, if you like stocks and you want, I got a newsletter that's out now. So, um, yeah, if you trade stocks, I, I'll second it. I mean, Gary, Gary's retired for all you out there, so he's obviously <laughs> knows what he's doing. Retired and, at forty nine. You should definitely, definitely uh, tune in to his and you know make the money so you can tune in to bird shooters and go hiking. Well, everybody can travel to trail days with us next year. Yeah, we're thinking about that. <laughs> I, I am not sure. retired or even close, by the way. So kudos to you for your planning. Maybe you should listen to in your defense, uh, Burster. It looks like you retired at Golden Corral recently yeah. for a long time. You got to get back out on the trails, man, yeah, and not get harpooned uh, on the ocean. I knew it was a matter of time before this came back up. All right. So, hey, actually, curious to ask you guys uh, since we last spoke, um, which was our Halloween podcast, actually. Um, any holiday hikes? November, December? Any any interesting holiday hikes you guys did? I went to the Delaware Water Gap. DWG. Um, yeah, there's a Appalachian a Trail. Red Green. I think it's a, I think it's on the Appalachian Trail, but it's a red green. It's right off of 81, I think it is. Yeah, I've been. It's literally a, a you know, you pull in and it's a rest stop 
um, where there's like campgrounds and stuff. But it's it's the most vertical. It's the only vertical place in New Jersey. Yeah. Where you can get like I think it's five six hundred feet of elevation. So I did that over the the holiday. Yeah, it's a cool place. Like a little notch you can go up to Sunset. Uh, is it what is it? There's Sunset a Lake. Yeah, there's a lake up there too. That's really oh I didn't go to Sunset the lake. Pond. I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I didn't really go up pretty. there. Yeah. But you see the whole um you know the whole mountain range. Right there, it's it's a great overlook. I concur. I think it's a really pretty area. I yeah. actually like it in the winter because you can see forever up there in the winter. In the summer, you can't see shit. Yeah, you can't see much with the no, trees. No, you can't see anything. Yeah. How about you, cardiac? Any any hikes over the? Yeah, uh, I wanted to get out of the cold weather, and I headed out to Arizona, and we uh, we did Camelback. So awesome. We had Camelback. They opened up the Chola Trail for those out there who've done Echo Canyon, as I have hundreds of times. Uh, the Chola Trail was a good different part of the hike and santa was at the top of the mountain we did it right there on december 21st which was the hottest day on record for is it Phoenix. really a hike when santa's at the top of the mountain <laughs> he had full candy canes it's called a motivation and i think you saw a lot of people motivated to get to the top so you're serious there was really a santa up there guy was fully dressed he was a cornell graduate dressed as santa he had an elf with him and handed out we took pictures i could share the pictures on your website that's crazy um but yeah it was very cool on top an of actual the mountain? elf mm-hmm. on top of the mountain wait well, that, it was a short a, person, or well, we it was politically a, correct a lady or? who was a little wider. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Wow, well, oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done Camelback before. Um, incredible view from up why there. Why don't you tell that story? Oh, uh, when I ran out of water. <laughs> yeah, I'm how delirious. do you run? How, with your background, <laughs> oh your God. experience, uh, wow. going in the desert and yeah. you run out of water <laughs> yeah. on a one point two five mile hike. Yeah, make sure uh, you take enough water. Yeah, that's crazy. It was summer at the time, but yes. Yeah, I like, I enjoyed being up there and watching the planes come into Phoenix. Yeah, it's awesome. It I mean, there's cool. great views, and yeah. the the Chola Trail gave me a whole different um, set of views that I didn't normally get yeah. compared to the Echo Canyon uh, hike. Yeah, b- uh, big ups for Arizona. Actually, there's some awesome hiking there. Uh, I'll give you. Uh, yeah, I did a Georgia hike. I did both Carolinas, North and South. But if you can believe it, I actually did Dominican Republic and Haiti. Over the holidays. Oh, I saw that wow. on the Facebook. Yeah. I think that's all. Yeah, the N two backpacking for the for those listeners. If you're not out there on N two backpacking.com, there's a uh, bird shooter does a good job of really showing off that he's rich and he's got a hot wife <laughs> and right. uh, um, with a lot of hikes and stuff. So definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, that's funny. Actually, Haiti shocked me though. Um, you know, I mean, obviously we weren't in the the. I probably didn't get the real Haitian experience. I mean, did you go to Haiti or did you just walk that. over the border when you were in the Dominican Republic? No, we were on a cruise and they dropped. We were in. Oh, a, you went to yeah, the, the island, yeah, the, the yeah, part that's owned yeah. by. Yeah, the, the part Caribbean? that's got security all the way around <laughs> yeah. the perimeter. I love how. Yeah, most yeah. people think of Haiti as like just rubbles and yeah. you know Sean Penn screaming, and and that's really <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, actually though, I did a walking tour. It was like a paid walking tour. It was super cool. They give you the history of Columbus showing up there in the 1400s. Oh, wow. He leaves a bunch of people behind. They all get murdered. Do they celebrate uh, <laughs> Columbus Day there? Or, uh... <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> um, but it was actually pretty cool. Like There was, a, like a, I guess what you'd call it, a fortress with cannons and a beautiful coastal area. Like, Haiti actually is really is. Built a... in 1982. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the tourist Probably. experience. That might be true. <laughs> anyway, I found it fascinating. But um, anyway, yeah. Did you make it to Canada this past year? I did, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's an annual occurrence. Yeah, I thought I think you've done it every year except for maybe once with COVID. I try to go whenever I can. I'm Correct. a fan, fan of Canada for sure. For you Canadian listeners, for you, for you 51st state people out there, thank you for being Canada. A? You just took away all the good I just said. Nice a? job. Yeah. Hey. Oh man. All right. Uh, anyway, what what about Christmas gifts? Any uh, exciting Christmas uh, gifts this? Uh, I got a tire. 
like blow up tire thing for the <laughs> back of my car, and I got an Apple TV. That I think that's all I got. Apple TV is good. I got tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco, so I'm excited. He's coming in July, so uh, my lovely girlfriend gave me tickets to go see him. Um, I got a really cool wireless speaker from my kids, and then a lot of you know travel plans and, and different things for the future. What is Sebastian like a trumpet player or what? No, he's a comedian. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Most, your audience knows this, and what yeah. you've done is age yourself. <laughs> Steve is in his 80s, exactly. so it, it does make this sense. Guy's yeah, I was in a movie down, right? with his life story with Robert De Niro recently. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Cardi, are you still doing the dual holiday, by the way? Are you done with that now? Or your kids are probably doing the dual holiday, right? No, Hanukkah, I, Hanukkah, Christmas? Yeah, the kids are always doing it, and I will now, too, because my significant other is 100%. Um, Jewish. I so, didn't know that. Yeah. So you, wow. So it's uh, the month of December is very expensive. This is a reoccurring theme for you. I didn't know that actually. <laughs> yeah, but she's a hundred percent. My last, my ex-wife was only fifty percent. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Wow. So you get multiple gifts at the holidays. I do, but just life in itself and hiking is a gift, and that's why I'm here to talk about that. All right, thank, let's thank you, Steve. Did you get in there, Berkshire? As you get into my yeah, personal fact, life, we almost got killed. Uh, what two days ago at Kennesaw? We were hiking at Kennesaw. Oh, yeah, we, were, we decided to, to play the 2023 version of Frogger. Frogger. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. How'd that and work out for you? Well, was, you're still uh, here. It must have worked. Right. Yeah, and by the way, it was uh, the 24 version. It was like a foot, two yeah. feet away. I didn't realize how slow Gary was. <laughs> and and I think that's, you know, a lot of that is not realizing that, you know, he's not really kept himself in great shape I'm in the retired, last couple man. months. I'm retired. Um, you know, he's sleeping on his dollar bills. So, uh, you know. <laughs> we were crossing the road and um, a car was making a left. It was on Kennesaw and we park in this neighborhood. Car was making a uh, car was making a left, so it was blocking us from seeing the traffic that was coming towards us. As we're crossing the street, just this car blazing. It's called living life. Well, yeah. in the, the hell, everybody in Atlanta drives though. This yeah. can't surprise you, right? Yeah. Like you know, what right. chance? Didn't do you even have? slow down. I mean, we were right in front of him. Didn't even slow down. Yeah, well, uh, welcome and, to and Atlanta. Literally, it was a foot. <laughs> Separate topic, but probably related to that. Bird shooter, are you a gun owner? Uh, uh yes. I How am. often, when you hike and go camping or whatever, do you bring a firearm with you? I, I don't ever carry one, but there's a reason for that. I either carry mace or I, uh, I'd probably with somebody that's packing. Okay. Why, yeah. why is that the reason? Just because you don't know how to use it or you have suicidal <laughs> right. thoughts and you're like, wait a minute, I don't want to – Honestly, I don't want to carry the weight, and um, I don't you need to enough, carry the weight. You have enough weight that you're already carrying. <laughs> I totally can understand that. Why weigh yourself down even more? <laughs> Yeah, and I usually got somebody else that's willing to carry the weight, so I don't, you know. I was just curious. I don't own a gun. I was curious. I know, I know the people he hikes with. They're all carry. Do, I mean, do you own a gun? It's not just one. Do you own a gun, Gary? No. Oh, I was no, don't own a gun. So you I'm guys not are not gun owners? No. No. Wow. No, not, no. But I'm a, yeah. I'm a huge, you know, supporter of the Second Amendment. But I just, uh, I don't own a gun. But, you know, for most of the time with hiking, I, I believe one of the guys, Shane owns yeah. one, but he never, I don't think brings it on it. He does. Oh, he does. Okay. Just doesn't so there, there's, you know, I've been in cars recently where I was sort of surprised that the owners of those cars had, had a weapon in the it's, car. It is Georgia though. Yeah. 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 But I, um, but I, I was up in uh, Eastern Tennessee out with guys. We uh, taking a business lunch oh. with a bunch of guys at Chili's. They're packing, and they, they all of them were. They're, they like they asked me. They said, "Do you have a gun?" I said, "No." I said, "How does it feel that you're the only one at this table not currently <laughs> holding a gun at Chili's?" So at I did Chili's. feel very safe. I, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. Oh, actually. my apologies then. Please uh, erase. Yeah. Them. Getting attacked by my dog. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the plan tonight is that I recap some hiking and backpacking news events from 2023, and then we'll go around the room. You guys can offer some comments, then some suggestions. 
so the listeners don't find themselves in the same predicament. Uh, everybody good with that? You mean no water up on Candlebag? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah di- exactly. Diving for my phone in an outhouse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You teed me up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I, I just want to say I did this for the first time in 2016, so the listeners can actually go back and listen to uh, previous news recaps. Uh, but we haven't done this in a while, so it's kind of fun to get back on this. Um, I also want to call out a few things here. First of all, you know, um, we're going to we're gonna discuss some of the events that happened in 2023. There's no way we could even come close to covering them all. Also, I want to apologize to international listeners, especially those in Japan, who for some reason rank in the top three of my uh, international podcast following, uh, since I do follow a lot of U.S. blogs and forums and uh, a lot of the information that we're going to talk about tonight is just, it's very U.S. focused. So if you're international, my apologies. There might be a couple Canada events in here, but it's mostly U.S. And some of the events that make the podcast are morbid, much like the evening news, uh, because that's what headlines unfortunately focus on. But we do have some upbeat topics, so um, there will be some happy stories in here at times. So let's get let's get started. Are you guys ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's All right, it. we're going to do headline Date the event went down, location, and then some details. All right. You ready? Um, I can't believe we're having this discussion again, man. I'm going to lead off with this one because it just blows my mind. Seriously, I cannot believe we're having this discussion again. We <laughs> talked about it in the Darwin Awards. Outhouse? In episode 100, yes. Oh. Outhouse. The original event went down in April 2022. And once again, believe it or not, somebody has fallen in a pit toilet. Does this surprise you? No. It really doesn't. If you watch the news, there's definitely going to be at least you know a couple people in every. I blame state. Biden. I yeah. blame Biden. The, the economy. <laughs> just just so everyone knows that that's, that, that's complete joke. No political stuff. No, the cost of Biden. an iPhone now because of inflation. I mean, I, people have to dive into toilets to get their phone back. I, I guess. I mean, so the headline is this: another person fell into a trailhead toilet. This actually happened Tuesday, September nineteenth, twenty twenty three. It happened in Ostego County, Michigan. I think I said that correctly. Um, the previous event had happened in April 2022 in Washington State. So anyway, a reminder for those who are unfamiliar, pit toilets are usually in remote locations where there's no plumbing available, right? Have you guys used one lately? Or were you Not traumatized by the last event in 2022 we discussed? Well, I mean, I, I've had the experience of using them just from whether I did Machu Picchu or all, the, all these other places where they have them. Um, I have definitely been blessed not to use them since we heard about this event, <laughs> and I can't even fathom. Um, which which makes movies. this whole thing even more traumatic, right? There's actually a lot of similarities between the two events, the one that happened in 2022 and the one that just happened this year. The point that the girls were related to each other, I mean, that is unbelievable. <laughs> that shows you what, what you know uh, incest could cause. They, they actually weren't related. But um, oh, what bad. was similar, though, species, is species. They, they both had Apple products. The first woman dropped a iPhone in, and this woman dropped an Apple Watch, which, by the way, what? an Apple Watch is like two ninety nine. That was a question I had. Like, well, that's way like, cheaper, right? What are you taking your watch off for? Unless like, it's not like you have to to set it. Well, if you you know you you're going through motions, wiping. What are you, George Costanza, wipe, you got to you know, get naked to go to number two. Maybe they got you know. <laughs> listen, maybe it's a heavy bleeder. Isn't and, it worth letting issues. it go though, man? Like I, I would just let it go. Yeah, yeah. You I can get an I Apple would watch. let an iPhone go. What's so, a brand? What's a brand new Apple Watch cost? Uh, well, about, like depends. If you get one today, I think it's about seven eight hundred bucks for like no, the top of the line. That's the top of the line. Yeah, that's yeah. the ultra. But you can easily go in for under three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Under three. 
Yeah. So, I mean, what what amount of money would you need to get to They're going to the bathroom in a pit toilet. We can't be talking about necessarily... Well, they didn't go to the bathroom. They fell in the pit toilet trying to retrieve their Listen, device. Listen, they were in if, there for a reason. If you're in a pit toilet and you drop your iPhone and you're not listening to Daily Stock Pick Podcast <laughs> and not making 10% in a day... You're out of your mind. Yeah, I mean, again, the, these these were not listeners of my podcast uh, or readers of my newsletter <laughs> trying to make money. Clearly, these people clearly, clearly, you know, I, I there is no way. I'm not even diving into like a home toilet. It goes into the home toilet. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Seinfeld episode was that where the toothbrush fell into the toilet, and the woman started using it, and uh, he wouldn't kiss her. And he had to break up with her because you know he couldn't couldn't look at her. So. Oh, okay. So there's ramifications. Yeah, <sighs> toilets. I mean, just ugh. and and that's a home toilet, just the pit toilet or an outhouse. You and I slept in an outhouse next to uh, at Trail Days. Yeah, it wasn't the best smell. We slept right next. And to that's him. not diving in either. You think the woman saved the watch? I, I'm gonna hope. I I really hope so because not doing it, I mean, it makes it even worse. Yeah. I, I actually know the answer. What do you think? Uh, I'd say no. Actually, she did save the watch. It, it it laid on the top and didn't sink into the feces, and she was able to actually get it back. But just to give you some oh. details here, the woman, and again, this was in Michigan, it was floating on the top of the excrement, right, in the pit toilet. Did um, she take a picture of it or anything? I, I don't know that. But basically, um, uh, what she had done was, and it's similar to the other case. She had gone to her car and and was able to get a strap from a car seat and hook it up to a, a hand railing, and was lowering herself down to try to get the Apple Watch. But um, I guess she didn't have the strength to pull herself back up. So that was what was different in this case was she didn't have the strength to get back up. So these both cases where they got stuck and needed to call for help. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, the the previous case, I think the woman had used a dog leash. And it just it, it had broken or something, and so that's how she got stuck. And she had actually fallen in, oh but um, anyway. So, so this woman get didn't get the official like uh, you know bathhouse shower. Uh, uh, no, they were stuck? they both had to be washed off. Oh, ba- really? Basically, it said that medical personnel um, treated them, washed them off, and then they both hit the road. They were you know just yeah, ready to get out of there. Well, I mean, other what. Listen, wiping me off is not going to do. I'm going to need like a fire hose and I an see engine. No upside. I can't yeah. even imagine that. Hopefully, she was checked into a mental health facility <laughs> right after because I see no upside. Imagine the nightmares you'd have afterwards. And what? it's not a story I'd want to share. I got to be honest with you guys. No. If I'm like, hey guys, you're not going to believe what happened. My watch <laughs> fell, and I dove in after it. <laughs> One in I, a million, Doc. I don't think I'm invited back to this podcast. Quite no. frankly. What, what amount of money would it take for you to go in? Like, you know, a lot more than it would cost me to buy a new Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah. So I saw a story where a dog. Dog ate four thousand dollars, like of cash, mm. right? They wound up having the dog pass all of the cash, and then wound up washing it off and like piecing it back together like a puzzle. It worked. Uh, they got, I think, a thousand of the four thousand dollars back. As I'm watching this story, I'm telling my girlfriend, "No freaking way! For a thousand, for four thousand dollars, I'm out. I'm out. I don't know. I mean, kids. Will Maybe I've got too much money. Bucks. I'd have my kids do it, but yeah. I wouldn't do it. All right. Well, what? All right. Well, so. We'll close this out out and go to the next uh, uh, event from the year, which actually gets back to another Apple product, if you can believe this. (laughs) Dude, you're you're bashing my company. Uh, Well, this is actually a happy ending, Mm -hmm. and this is where somebody used an Apple product correctly. Um, So um, 
essentially, here's the headline. A group of teens were lost in the backcountry, and then they used the iPhone SOS app to Ooh, get help. Yeah. So, you know, you can use an iPhone or an Apple Watch in the right way. It's a satellite phone now. Yeah. Well, this happened in May May of uh, t- this year, right? Yeah. May 12, 2023. It happened in uh, Santa Paula Canyon outside of, uh, I think it's pronounced Ojai, California. Um, but it, apparently a group of hikers were um, hiking. It was like 10 of them. They were teenagers, and they were uh, hiking, obviously, close enough to sunset that they got uh, it got dark and they got lost. Uh, hey, first of all, have you guys ever accidentally triggered your Apple SOS device? No. Have you, Cardiac? Yes. You have triggered it. <laughs> yes. So is it usually because you got it in your pocket? So I was hiking with my girlfriend. We were hiking Kennesaw, um, and I completely – well, it was my watch. I fell, and my watch immediately like came on and said, you know, we've sensed that something's happened and you've fallen. Are you okay? Do you want us to call 911? Just say it if you can't get in touch with your phone. Yeah. And it totally worked. And my father had the same thing happen to him recently. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant on the technology. I've had it trigger because I'm jamming my phone in my pocket, or I've had the watch experience like you had. But in this case, it actually saved their life. Um, I mean, did you, did you know... I mean, what is the status on charging for this service? Because I had read that you get it free for two years. So, yeah. So, they don't know what it's going to charge. It just came out earlier this year. Mm. It attaches to the satellite, so you don't need cell service. Um, But they don't know what they're going to charge after two years. So, the technology is when you don't have cell signal, you hold up your phone, and your phone actually directs you where to point the phone. And it won't get voice service. It won't get anything. It only sends your location to 911. Hmm. And it, sa- it says it's basically a thing where it sends uh, the location and it says we need help. But it doesn't tell any details or anything like that. So um, if, if you don't pay for the service and you do have cellular signal, would you still be able to get SOS out? Uh, if you don't have cell service and you don't pay for the service, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. That, that's why they're not announcing that they're, I think they're going to figure it out closer to the time. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to give you uh, satellite service or emergency services for two years on a phone. And then like if my guess is they'll probably just make it free for life. Yeah. Until. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. They're yeah. trying to figure it out. <clears throat> yeah. So, so to give you guys some details on uh, what happened was basically it's, you know, it's a Southern California Ventura County Sheriff's office. So uh, apparently they, they got the SOS signal. Uh, the group was found by rescuers. They were successfully let out of the, out of the, to the trailhead by like two forty in the morning. So they had a long night. Um, but the hikers, well, they were teens, um, and not to say that teens aren't prepared in the backcountry, but these were not prepared, and they didn't have food and drinking water and apparently equipment, like because they didn't expect to be out at night. But um, everything turned out great, and it turned out great because of the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, so here's a happy ending on the uh, the iPhone, anyway. I mean, Google probably has something like this, you know, through like your carrier. Oh, we're going to talk about Google, if you're yeah. ready for that one. It's well, coming up. You want to save that? Because yeah. we're coming back to that. We'll save on save that, that one. one. But this is not the last iPhone story of the year. <laughs> Dude, I'm an Apple fanboy. So. I mean, do we? I need an endorsement here, man. We're like, uh, well, I guess it's going both ways. Well, right. people are willing to dive well, in feces. Well, we're showing the loyalty of Apple yeah, products that you're True. willing to like drown in feces. Yeah, for <laughs> Apple. And it saves someone's life. Well, here's another Apple savior, mm-hmm. if you can believe it. Um, the headline is, Close call of the week. Hikers rescued from alligator-filled Florida swamp. 
This happened just a couple weeks ago in December 2023, right before Christmas. And this happened uh, near Tampa in the Cypress Creek Preserve. But um, essentially, two hikers were unable to find their way back out from a hike. And um, I guess it's like an 11-square-mile area. It's not huge, but 11 miles is you know fairly big. Um, apparently, they were found in the dark. Interestingly, the way that the rescuers found them, and um, obviously they had called for help with the phone, so the phone was working. Um, the rescuers were in a plane with night vision goggles and were able to see them with the night vision wow, goggles. that's insane. Jeez. Yeah, that is insane. But How, what Were they in a boat that tipped over, or what caused them to be in a... Well, they were, they were hiking, and then they got into a swamp area, and they couldn't find their way out. So in they're Florida. You <laughs> went into a swamp area. Yes. I'm not sure yeah. I knew that. Well, they're I mean it was like shin deep swamp, but it wasn't crazy deep, but right. you know, a lot of I alligators. have friends who have done like adventure races in Florida where they go through like um these un like it, it's cra- it, the 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 marshes and stuff that they basically trench through. There's no civilization that has ever been there. I don't know what would send anybody in there having lived in Florida. That's a nightmare. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. I'm just impressed that they found him with aerial surveillance and night vision glasses. Yeah, I'm curious on the story. So they went hiking. They were in, let's say, knee-high uh, swamp stuff. But who notified that they were lost? Like what? Well, they, they were able to get a call out. Okay. So once again, the Apple phone, phone says today. Uh, yeah. If yeah. they had Google, yeah, they'd be screwed. Well, but the bigger thing was not they could get a call out. They were able to use their flashlight uh, oh. on their phone, and that actually also helped the, the, the rescuers on the ground find them. I mean, they had them from night vision in the air, but the rescuers on the ground saw the flashlight, and that's how they were. Were these around. teens? Uh, t- I Doesn't don't know. Say. You watch. Apple's going to come out with a feature on the phone that allows for a red strobe light to somehow show up on your. Phone. I think they already got it, don't they? No, there's no strobe light. Oh, right. But I could yeah. see that, you know, for a situation where you have a rescue app or a rescue button, where you click it and it takes your flashlight and changes the colors or makes it, you know, flash. I think the GPS is going to take the, the place of that. I mean. GPS takes rules everything. So if they if there's a place where they have signal and you can get GPS, that's even better than because it, it I think it does it down to three feet. GPS does, I think. Yeah, another happy ending, fellas. Well, I you're, guess you're screwed if you're six feet under. If it only does it up to three <laughs> feet. If so. you're buried, yeah, somebody buries you by accident. Didn't we go? In, didn't weren't you saying that Arizona has a ton of caves or where? Has a ton of caves. Yeah, up in uh, uh, Jerome, Arizona, because it's a mining town. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big mountain, so the caves are in the mountain. I got claustrophobia. I got to tell you, if I was in a cave or something, I'd, I'd die. I'll tell you this. Go up to Tennessee. Um, oh, they got caves Oh, everywhere. my gosh. Like, they, they make you claw like, – to see if you're claustrophobic, they make you crawl through this box. You're going to look at the box and say, there's no way I can get through this. And then you're going to see some huge guy go right through it. What? So then you get down. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Kill I did me. it. I did it. You, you have to go through the box, and the box allows them to understand how claustrophobic you are. If you get through the box, then they're like, you get through this box, you're fine going through the cave. Mm. If you don't get through the box, this cave's not for you. <laughs> that would be the answer for me. I will tell you, I've never con- – I, like, I followed this lady, and we just contorted our body. It was insane. Huh. I wouldn't get Cumberland, through the box. It was cum- Cumberland Caverns. Yeah. My wife would be very good at that. But she gets claustrophobic, so I don't Let's know. keep it clean on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hey, uh, so back to you, actually, um, Drone Boy, on the Google, because you had brought Google up before. Yeah. So this is the last technology thing we're going to discuss. Yeah. Um, first of all, have you guys ever used Google Maps for hiking? For hiking, no. Have you? Not for hiking, no. I've only yeah. used all trails. I, I haven't used uh, Google Maps either. And, Apple uh, just announced that they put hiking trails in their their uh, app. Oh, did they? The okay. App, yeah. Really? On their, which, which? The Maps app. 
Really? Yeah, so they, they took a, a ton of hiking trails and they put them in there. So mm. you can actually download the hiking trail on Apple Maps and use that to hike with. Well, I'm going to pull up the AT on Apple Maps and see if it shows. Well, hey, you're actually teeing me up perfectly here there, uh, Drone Boy, for what happened. So here's the headline. <laughs> uh, non-existent trail removed from Google Maps after another rescue in Vancouver's North Shore Mountains. It's Google. Yeah, this happened in August of 2023. That's when the guy went missing. Uh, obviously, there's not a happy ending here. And it happened near uh, Mount Fromm on Vancouver's North Shore Mountains. So, um, And, you know, you're going to get a ton of comments that Google, I hate Apple phones because it doesn't let you customize it and blah, blah, blah. Screw that. I mean, I, you know, listen, Apple just works. What do they have, 50 I think 45, 50% of the, the global market. I think it's 55 or 60. So I clicked on the maps for Apple, and the first thing that comes on is introducing offline maps. Search for places to get driving, biking, walking, or transit directions without an internet connection, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it is pretty uh, cool. <clears throat> but I'm curious if I pull up the Appalachian Trail. Uh, if it shows up. Yeah. Hey, just to be clear for the listeners, though, this was Google Maps that yeah. had this issue, right? Not Apple Maps. But um, Google Maps, essentially the search and rescue people went on a mission to get this trail removed because, like, three people had died trying to follow a trail that didn't exist. And so um, they were happily able to just recently get the trail removed, and so we got a happy ending. Apparently this was near um, a ski resort, actually, by the name of Grouse Mountain. I don't know if you guys – have you guys ever skied in B.C.? Uh Uh-uh. British Columbia? No. No. Yeah, I've skied at I've skied at Whistler and Blackholm, but um, taking stuff off of Google, Ma- Google Maps is no easy feat. Uh, I've had neighbors that have taken their street off of Google Maps because it was a shortcut around a traffic light, and people would speed through there. Now, whenever I go home, my GPS routes me around the block instead of down this particular block for that reason. So it's kind of interesting. Well, you have a point because the. Um the search and rescue people had, it took them a long time to get it removed. It just didn't happen yeah. overnight. Yeah. So there were, there was definitely some frustration with them because they had, they had done a few rescues and they had a few people had died. So uh, fortunately that's, um, that's been taken care of. A- any lessons here? Cause I have a few comments about this though, by the way. I, so I use all trails okay. whenever I go hiking I like and I don't trails. know the area, I use all trails. I basically, da- I down. I don't. I'm not a pro member. I'm. I'm the cheap cheapskate. But what I do is I keep the uh, All Trails app open, and it will show you the GPS where you're at on the map. You just don't have an off off like downloaded map, but it will show you live as long as you don't close the app on the map where you are. So I can guide it through there. I have only had two bad experience with experiences with All Trails. One was in Spain. When we got to a place where we couldn't, um, we couldn't hike through this area, it seemed to have overgrown. And I looked at the reviews of the place, and it was like the last uh, review was like two years ago, and it was in Spanish, so I couldn't really read it. And uh, I tried translate, you know, copying, pasting, and translate, and then it said, "Oh, don't go on here. It's just not a good trail." And so that was a bad one. And I think the other one was um, in uh, out in Utah where we went off on a trail outside of Zion, but it was a really crappy, crappy experience. But those are the only two bad things that I've had. I've never thought of using Google Maps for hiking trails. 
So I'm also a fan of All Trails. I actually did some consulting work for them back in the day. I'm yeah. a pro member, but big fan. Yeah. But I will say this, and this is just a comment on technology, right? You can't solely rely on technology. You always bring paper maps whenever I you always go. do. Like you need yeah. to learn how to read a paper map. You need to carry a paper map if you're in a situation that there's a chance that you have, could have a technology problem. And then you also need to cross-reference information on the web, right? Like, you just can't take any one thing as gospel. So th- those would be my three tips to you guys. Or When we went anyway. hiking in Colorado, did you bring uh, paper maps with you? Um, I think we did maroon bells. I think they were too heavy for him. He was trying to lower his weight. <laughs> lower lower we his hiking bell. weight. Yeah. yeah, I would actually say I probably did not. I don't think you did, but yeah. I mean, they were pretty... There was five of us, so yeah. I think the chances at least of yeah. outrunning one of us. As long was... as somebody's got your back. I mean, if you're by yourself, though, I think yeah. those rules are especially true. If you're with others, you can maybe take more chances, but... I think we were more worried about getting struck by lightning over Electric Pass mm-hmm. than we were about, oh my God, are we going to get well, lost? Well, we saw bears up uh, you know, up in the mountains. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. fair. The lake. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny you say that, like... My uh, my girlfriend's daughter just flew by herself to Europe, and she hiked in in Switzerland, and she's in Paris right now, and she's coming back. But I'm like, I mean, she's 21 years old, and I know you. How old were you? 60 when you did the Appalachian Trail? <laughs> That's funny. How old? You, you were what? I was 26. Yeah, you were that, you were an older hiker, but there yeah. was younger people that you ran across. Yeah, there was that were doing through people hiking. out there that were 18. 17. This is prior to technology. It is unbelievable. Like, I went to Vegas with a bunch of guys, and, you know, Vegas could be crazy, and we didn't have cell phones. This is in the 90s, and it's it's crazy how reliant we are on technology now. Totally. Well, especially the younger generation that's grown up with it, you know? Yeah. We didn't always have it, which, you know, that gets back to my point. Like, a lot of people, because they never had to, they haven't bought topographical maps and used a compass and figured out how to orient. You know? I haven't used a paper map since Thomas guy. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, I haven't He's used a, techno a paper map. So, yeah, no, uh, okay. forget it. All right. There was a, um, there's a, a, a video that went viral this week about New Year's in China, and it was all these people videotaping the fireworks display. Nobody was jumping up and down and celebrating. Nobody was counting or going nuts. And it literally was crazy. You saw thousands of people just holding their phones, like video in this, and it was like, were they really getting that experience? Of Videos they'll never watch again. Exactly, before. and the excitement of what it is, and and that's what I love about hiking the most is getting away from that technology. I totally you agree. Know, I'll tell you a quick story. I was out in Colorado with some guys, and you know we're enjoying some quietness. But one asshole <laughs> in the group had a drone. Would that, that be somebody in this room? I don't know, but I'm just gonna say it was <laughs> a drone. Wait and until all, you're with me when I yeah. swing my stick over my head. <laughs> all I all I wonder is that buzzing noise, and then you know we had a couple people tell us we're number one because we had a buzzing drone go by and when i say number one by the using way the middle finger. that was the early days of drones i was an early adopter yeah, he was are they quieter now that, that was, was like, that was actually before they got banned like he was legally yeah. allowed to do right it he now. was but you could see yeah. that people get out there to enjoy the 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 peace and quiet not have this buzzing noise that was a phantom Fun. four man remember how big that drone was yeah, it was huge uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's wow. what she said times have been a changing <laughs> we're gonna come back to the drone by the way it's i got another headline for you all right, guys, moving on to a, uh, another major news event this year. It was heavily publicized. Um, we've had four happy endings with Apple so far. Happy endings. Yeah. Not, by the way, there's been a lot of happy endings on this call. With Apple. I mean, they, they lived, though. They lived, right? They may have swam in feces, but yeah, they but lived. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. But that's a Live different happy time. ending than yeah, the one I'm used to. We kind of had a mixed bag with Google Maps. Some did, some didn't. But unfortunately, this event did not end well. So uh, the headline, a hiker and terrier climbed a peak. The dog came home 72 days later. 
Um, oh, this is the dog one. Yeah, heavily publicized. Are you guys are familiar with this? I take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am not. So I'm looking forward to hearing it. <laughs> yeah, well, so it happened August nineteenth. Um, uh, a gentleman by the name of Richard Moore, who apparently was from the East Coast, and he had settled in Colorado in retirement. He and his wife, uh, but he had a Jack Russell Terrier named Finley, and uh, I'm sorry, Finney. And they vanished while hiking on the Blackhead Peak um, Trail, which is, I guess it's a 12,000-foot peak, so it's pretty high up there. And it's, So you haven't it, hiked this one? I haven't hiked this one. Actually, well, yeah, it wouldn't be a, a 14 or so. Um, that, that name's not ringing a bell for me. But uh, anyway, their disappearance prompted a massive search and rescue, and 100 volunteers spent 16 days trying to find the dog and, and uh Jeez. And Richard Moore. So, unfortunately, they were not able to find him. So, uh, quite a bit of time went by, a couple months. Uh, a hunter on October 30th found his body, and right next to him was a very live Finney. Uh, she was right by him, stayed oh. by his side, didn't leave him. She survived 72 days in the backcountry by herself. God, I love dogs. Did not leave him. Yes. Um, so, she became a superstar overnight. Can, can you guys see, like, a Disney feature film out of this oh 100 percent. yeah totally uh what a story actually well, what's that there's a dog R- richard gear i think is in a movie about a dog oh that's a great movie it's yeah. uh sachi yeah sachi. or hachi 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 oh hachi. my god that's based that's on a true aw- story in japan awesome actually movie, yeah. yeah it's like a tearjerker yeah yeah which oh, is yeah. kind of similar right like the dog yeah, was pretty much every yeah. dog movie's a tearjerker yeah. oh, that's so <laughs> i'm sorry marley and me let's just throw them out there guys yeah, yeah agreed <laughs> i mean i could see this movie coming and this being a tearjerker man yeah absolutely <laughs> do you do you think boondog would survive 72 days in the backcountry next to me not the at fact this age that he's, um, i think he could have you but, think he would yeah. su- survive two days I mean, maybe now <laughs> do we know i well you'd keep him warm with your fat ass probably but you know you, you get in your roles uh, he is 13 years old yeah. listen i uh, slept in a tent that boondog slept in before me oh you probably that smell is that. not a pleasant experience yeah so, uh, he is built for the outdoors i think yeah <laughs> wow what, what a heroic dog i will say that the sheriff has yet to publish an official cause of death but the rescuers thought that more had likely died of hypothermia or exposure um do they know what the dog ate? Uh, Obviously, you found some water somewhere, but I, I just yeah, that's a great question. Plants? To be up that high, you're at you're at what like twelve thousand feet? There, there had wouldn't to be a lake somewhere. What kind of a melted snow or anything? I don't so. know. I don't know. That's a great question. What what time? When was this? What time of year? Uh, so they found him October thirtieth, but he actually went missing August nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Probably the snow had just started, I would think. I don't know, man. Back to the heroism of the dog and the loyalty. I mean, you it's gotta crazy, love man. that. Yeah. yeah, you don't hear stories about cats like this. Yeah, you <laughs> cats. That's why everyone's You're clearly have dogs. not a cat person. No, my God, no. <laughs> no I, I no, won't even eat a Panda Express or PF Chang's. No great, great companion travel story goes, yeah, me and my cat. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, moving on. Um, this is an entirely different subject. So, um, Here's the title, the headline. Yellowstone's latest Toron James Bond. I love Toron stories. Yeah. Toron's are you know where great. this is going? No. You guys got an idea? Oh, is this Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I yes. heard about this one. Wow, yeah. that's so yeah. true. It happened what November 1st. Douche. November 1st. What a major douche. Remind me. Remind me. I'm curious. Let's hear the story. Well, so this went down in uh, Mammoth Terraces, which is Yellowstone National Park, Wyoming. Oh, yeah, where he went into the, the – he 
went into an unrestricted unre- area. Yes, correct, correct. First of all, let me ask the question. The guy was James Bond, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, you should have the right to do Do you it. guys have a favorite James Bond actor? Like, I, I would tell I know who mine is. I'm just curious what you guys would say. I'm not a huge James Bond I, I, I know them all. I mean, mine would probably be Sean Connery. Um, but, I mean, I liked Roger Moore. But as it got older with some of these guys, that I mean, Pierce Brosnan was not that guy for me. Um, I mean, Daniel Craig has done a great job. But I'm curious, who's yours? I, I would definitely go with Roger Moore. I think it's a time thing. Like a lot of the older people will say, up, yeah. older people will say Sean Connery because that was their yeah, time. Or George, what George, whatever yeah, his name yeah, was. Yeah. The our first parents guy. would say Sean Connery. We would say Roger Moore. Our kids would probably. Yeah, say Moon, Pierce Moonraker Brogdon. was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> is the I don't know if anybody yeah. would say Pierce Brosnan to be honest. Uh, Jaws, that's very. So anyway, so Pierce Brosnan, I guess, would be the more recent. Bond, right? Like, well, actually, not the most no, recent. Daniel no, Daniel Craig. No, Daniel Craig's been okay, the, yeah, yeah. the most recent for the years. Four or five years? Okay. Ten? Yeah, maybe ten. Yeah. So you guys obviously heard about the arrest. Um, you do you know? Uh, can I give you some of the details? Yeah, please I, do. I, I don't. I didn't even know he was arrested. I just know that he went. He went into an unrestricted area and he was trying to get hot water. Well, so you know, a lot of these thermal areas have boardwalks, and the reason the boardwalk is there is so you don't like wander into a thermal and right. burn yourself to death. And so, I don't know if you guys remember, I think we talked about this in the Darwin Awards. There was a guy named Ilhun Roh, who um, the NPS employees from the park found his leg floating in the yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Abbas pool. The guy was, I guess, 70 years old. Uh, he was from Los Angeles, but they think he fell in, but they don't know for sure, right? They, they were just able to identify the, the leg. Yeah, well, they were able to identify the DNA from it. Um. But it, apparently Pierce Brosnan's going to court January 23rd, so it hadn't even happened yet. Wow. Like, he's going to court. He's going to court? Oh, yeah, they got him, man. Dude, pay your freaking did, did fine he, and he that's just it. Tras- did he just trespass, or what did he do? He went off the boardwalk and apparently, Tra- yeah, got— but, but he didn't ruin the environment or do anything that would— No, but I think they've had so many issues there with Torons, as yeah, they say. Well, this yeah, is a good example. Yeah, You're a celebrity. Yeah. You, don't, you, yeah, you don't have yeah, more rights no than anybody else. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you guys have certainly read about all the people that are getting— Gorg by Bison, or uh, oh, there's a great Instagram. Oh my god, there's tons yeah, of videos out there of yeah. people doing it. Yeah. And then, of course, back to you, uh, Gary, the Dutch tourist in 2014 that ruined flying drones in oh, national parks. Screw that, yeah, because he flew a drone into one of the uh, thermal features there. It was actually the in Yellowstone that happened, yeah, yeah it was yeah. Yellowstone, it was yeah. a grand prismic uh, spring actually yeah. at the park. And he was pretty much the guy that started the whole trend of no drones in park, but he, so, but he also blamed. Drone Boy for that. He said that he personally, was his he saw Drone Boy's videos and saw what you know how yeah. awesome it was to piss yeah. off every hiker and ruin the environment, and make noise. That he wanted to top that. And he thought, what better place than Yellowstone? Nah, he, he from what I understand, he flew his drone and it he lost connection and it fell into the feature, um, into one of the hot springs. And while people weren't that concerned at the time, what was brought up afterwards was the actual chemicals in the battery changing the chemicals of the hot spring uh. and potentially ruining um, the hot spring. I can't imagine there would be enough. I mean, I, it definitely wouldn't help it, but I would think you'd need a lot more chemicals. Like the battery But the if there's a big. bunch of people flying drones and they Yo, all yeah. fall in well, and you 100%. don't see them, yeah, yeah. then that's the thing. Now, remember, the law on drones isn't that you can't fly over the, the national park or any feature. You just can't take off or land on national park grounds.
ground. Oh, okay. I didn't so know you there can was take a, off. You got a nuance. Out, yeah, you can take off outside because the National Park Service doesn't have uh, restrictions over the airspace. Huh. That's the FAA. Oh, gotcha. So you can take off out like Kennesaw. Kennesaw. Do you Mountain. still fly drones, by the way? I haven't flown in a while, like, but in I a still year? have two. No, it's probably been about a couple months. Okay. I take them out back every now and then just to keep my skills a little wild. You got to keep your but, skills up there. Yeah, I mean, cardiac. Come on, listen. I, you can tell. sex tapes in his house <laughs> yeah. with drones. When you don't, t- when you don't fly for a while, and then you pick up the drone, you get those nerves all over again. Well, you, you were supposed to be an expert when I saw you in Costa Rica, and that was a disaster. Yeah, that was a rope swing. <laughs> that man. was a rescue mission. Yeah, he had a rope swing, swing and then we like, we had like pay some locals. Yeah, it to, wasn't on the map. That's fair. Yeah, no, the rope the rope swing. I think the rope swing um, kind of swung a little ways. No, I don't think it moved. I think the drone. I have videos of that too, and I'm, I'm you can always blame out. the wind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got the, that drone replaced though. Thank goodness for insurance. Fraud. Hey, so while we're on the topic of actors, um, there's one more unfortunate fate in the backcountry this year in the <laughs> acting community. Really? You know who I'm talking about? Uh, give us a hint. Guy or girl? It's a man. Comedian? Uh, not, not a comedian, but he's been in a ton of movies. I say his name, you'll know it in a second. I'll give you the headline. Give me initials. Were you in a movie with him, Nick Nolte? J.S., no. Uh, uh, I can't believe that guy's still alive. I know. Actually. That's what I was saying. Yeah. He's a tragedy just on uh, two feet. I don't know. J.S. doesn't help you? Uh, JF, JF John Spencer. or Justin? So I'll just give it to you. Headline is this. Jason Missing Stephen? actor Julian Sands found dead in San Gabriel Mountains. I don't consider Julian Sands an actor. Really? He's been in like some big time he movies. Has. No, you he wanna, has. You wanna, Who is he? You mean to throw yeah, some movies gotta, out there yeah, at you? Yeah, throw them out. Killing Fields. Yeah. Ocean's him. 13. Right. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Stargate, the first one. Um, and he and um, so yeah, drone he, boys pulling up, but there's he, a bunch more. He got lost. What like what what happened? Well, okay, that's fair. That's what this whole uh, series is about here. I know. Apparently, um, you're a huge fan and have a poster of him above your bed. But I'm trying to get to the real story. You know, here. I had heard the name, but I really didn't know him that well. Like the movies he was in, I didn't really. I'm getting it mixed up with Julian Assange. From <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, right. Hiker who Little found dip. Julian Sands on Mount Baldy tells his story in the LA Times. Wow, yeah. That's the first thing that pops Let's up. Let's get him on this thing. Yeah, really. Why don't we try to call him? Hey, so let me give you some background just for the listeners and you guys as well. I hiked Mount Baldy. Oh, yeah? So I, that was I, a question I had for you. Shane and I hiked Mount Baldy. Yeah, okay. Um, so you've been there. I've hiked the uh, San Gabriels before. so It's wild. Yeah, it's pretty. I think we were out there in an LA call center or something. I think we're up there. I think we. I think Mount Baldy was the one we did. I'm pretty sure that's the one. I'm going to say false if this is a game. <laughs> it's actually a really pretty area. So the PCT goes through there, Pacific Crest Trail. There's a lot of pines. It's uh, it's really pretty. Um, you guys are searching your phones. You want to? You no, no, I'm listening. I want to hear the story. Okay. What happened to Julian Sands? No, Why I was looking was up Julian Sands, and I pulled up that article. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. On January 13th, so very beginning of the year. He left his home in North Hollywood to go for a solo hike in Mount Baldy, who you had mentioned. It's a 10,000 um, and then like just barely over 10,000 foot mountain. Is um, it in California? Yeah, yeah. It's like near L.A., which is part of the problem, actually. Yeah. Uh, the PCT goes through there. So here's the kicker. Sands had climbed Mount Baldy approximately 200 times. So he, he clearly knew, so he knew, it. He knew know, the terrain. So you don't think he had a heart attack or, or some health issue? And by the way, you've hiked many times, but you brought no water to Camelback. <laughs> and, you know, people make mistakes. Yeah, well, that's true. That's fair that people do make mistakes. You're very judgmental. <laughs> very judgmental bird shooter. But, you know, and he, he was climbing in the winter at this point, and he But he actually had said that he liked climbing the winter. Um, 
the specific mountain. Um, it's an what eleven. Was, what was the weather? Was did it, I mean was there a chance for hypothermia or any of that stuff? Well, what happened was you know you ever hear when they are on the news they talk about the atmospheric river that yeah, comes Ma- through uh, Mount Southern Baldy California. is famous for being crazy with the weather. I think. Well, he got into that, and um, so apparently this specific mountain gets high winds, steep, exposed, has very slippery terrain, and it's got the potential for snow, so it's actually pretty deadly. Officials had responded to 14 requests for rescues two weeks prior to his disappearance. And to give you one other tidbit, another guy went missing the same day he did on the mountain, and they found him three days later. Also deceased, I assume. Also deceased. So you know it was pretty bad conditions, right? Um, so lo- long story short, um, they didn't find him for months. They didn't find him until June, and he went missing um, essentially in January, right? So it took him six months to find him. But um, unfortunately, he leaves a wife and three children behind. Um, it, I guess at the end of the day. And if you um, want to Google that, I just found the L.A. Times. The guy who found him, I guess, does a whole tell-all. Oh, on, on the LA Times, yeah. Okay. But have we ever thought about trying to get him on this podcast? Get somebody like that on this podcast? Oh, to tell the story? Yeah, just reach out and say, look, I do a hiking podcast story. We obviously cover a lot of things. We know that you witnessed this. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, you know, I think it'd be a great gift. Yeah, great idea, actually. Maybe maybe we'll do that. I know um, they're not going to bring the ratings that Drone Boy and myself bring to the <laughs> show, but I think it would be a, a definite catch. You guys are hard to beat. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, I guess, any learnings here for the listeners, right? Like, any suggestions? Um, well, shit, I mean, you could die. We could die on Kennesaw um you know that you could there's a lot of things that go into it I mean hiking obviously I mean I wiped out and had my watch go off and basically tell me like I was an old fat fuck and you know <laughs> we almost crazy. got hit by a car <laughs> yeah the frogger thing today but um I mean anything can happen when you're hiking the, I think the biggest thing is don't hike alone and I think that's the situation both of these guys found themselves in is that they were socially awkward didn't have friends and <laughs> went hiking <laughs> By themselves. I don't think I'd go on a hike like that alone. I think Kennesaw, I'm Yeah, I mean, I, I could do Kennesaw, my eyes closed. I'd yeah. probably fall a couple of times, but I could yeah. still do it with my eyes closed. Yeah, but Mount Baldy, even though you've done it a hundred times, it's well known for that type of weather, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Kennesaw, we're not getting a sudden, you know, snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, you're not you at 10,000 feet, that's very Right, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I, I, I think it depends on... Um, your terrain yeah yeah yeah. like colorado i don't think i'd go on any of those hikes that we've ever done alone i totally agree so you know my comments would be you guys are talking kennesaw mountain which is metro atlanta like super short hike easy whoa (laughs) i uh we had some some trouble let me say this i think every hike has its challenges and ups and downs I am not an elitist, judgmental person like Bird Shooter, who has done the AT and feels like nobody can compete with his hikes. So anything that is outside of the you know metro area is amazing. We were huffing and puffing up Pigeon Hill. Yeah, I mean honestly, we both could have been shot. Uh, (laughs) You know, people are like, "Oh my God, are those bears?" Close to being put down. Absolutely. My fat ass. So, so maybe this is more of a comment for, you know. Well, I'd like to make an apology to Drone Boy here. I did confirm via texting that he did hike Mount Baldy. So oh, he, he wow. was, that's what he was that's texting. That's what you were doing. Yes. So, yeah. So his, 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 um, significant partner or whatever you want to call it his his uh hiking lover or whatever they um they have hiked Mount Baldy before, so they survived it. I have video so, of it too. Yeah. I have video of that whole hike. I had my GoPro going the entire time. That's not so, a shock. Yeah, it was it was crazy. 
Can I just make some valuable advice here? Yeah, I'm glad I, I remembered that it was Mount Baldy. I'm not sure Kennesaw Mountain qualifies <laughs> oh for this statement. Seriously, let's get his ass. Yeah, seriously, we're going up Pigeon seriously, Hill. Seriously, tons of fun. You're going on a hike with us. <laughs> Come do it. I'm, it's 7.7 miles. Yeah. We get 1,200 feet of elevation. We burn about 1,200 calories. Yeah. Please just do the hike with us. Then we'll do a podcast, and you'll yeah. apologize to the us. The next podcast is 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 him in my car. Right after the podcast, right, yeah. right oh after the gosh. hike, yes. we're doing a podcast live in the car so that he can't breathe. Right. Okay. All right. I think I like you should definitely already. go on a hike. If you could get your wife to sign off and allow you out <laughs> of the cage and do a hike locally, I know that you only get permission supposedly outside of the country, but um, it would be nice for you to, to go local with we us. Do, we, we were doing this about twice a week for a good what, yeah, four I need to do it so? about twice a day, quite yeah, frankly, right now. But, right now, yeah. Um, we've done the Pinyote Trail. Oh, Which, yeah, yeah. fun. It's awesome, Alabama. Yeah. yeah, and going up to Chia State Park, and you know we came in across Alabama. a plane crash. There's a lot of cool hikes, a lot of great stories. I feel like you're getting to an age right now where you're you're <laughs> yeah, living in the past. Scornia yeah, does money even a hike yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. Oh, at this point. he's retired. I know. No, he works for Tesla. Trust me. Oh, we're trying right. to schedule a trip with this dude, and he's like, I got to take vacation time. Yeah. You know, I guess at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say, guys, is. It's never a bad idea to have the 10 essentials with you, right? And also, if you're in an area where there's a chance you won't have cell signal or um, somebody's not going to be able to find you easily, you should probably carry a beacon, right? Or, you know, something. I know people who care in California who go out hiking just on a day trip kind of thing, and they always carry beacons, like the garments. You know, in all fairness to uh, um, Julian, Julian Sons South. here, he actually had— May he rest in peace. Yeah, he actually— did most everything right. I think he just had some bad luck and gotten some bad weather. Yeah. But that's a situation where maybe a beacon could have helped him. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, you get caught in, and especially on some, like, thinking about Camelback with all the rocks. If you get caught in a quick rainstorm or something, how slick that is. Listen. I was hiking Stone Mountain before, and that is like a water slide. And you just, all you have to do is slip, bang your head, know, and you're so done. Well, and if nobody finds you. This douche so probably had a Google phone. He would have, I mean, ha- have we not learned? That Apple is the phone to hold. <laughs> uh, you're clearly an Apple fan. Yeah, That's fair. There you go. All right. Well, we'll move on. All right. So um, while we're on the subject, this actually happened on the Pacific Crest Trail we were just talking about. Have you uh, guys been following the record snow year that the PCT had this past year? No. It was like ridiculous. What, 2023? Yeah, they had like an insane amount of snow. Just Here, here's Oct- the headline. In October and stuff? Uh, Just, uh, well, the previous winter. Oh. But the, the hikers were coming through. The through hikers were coming through. Oh, okay. Um, so the, the headline is, like, meet the trail angel pilot who's flying PCT hikers past the <laughs> snowy Sierra. All right? So this basically happened in the summer of 2023. Um, but there are a lot of articles written about this. I mean, you could do a Google search. They're all over the place. The snowpack was crazy this past year. It was like 209% of normal on April 1, and they were still getting snow then. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of thru-hikers had to skip the Sierra. They're saying like only like maybe 100, 150 were able to make it through, uh, which is a shame because it's insanely scenic. You're um, talking about the PCT? Yeah. So here's the question for you guys, though. What do, what do you think the big danger is to a heavy snowpack if you're a hiker? Uh, hypothermia. True. Accurate. Well, if it's a heavy snowpack, we don't you don't – was it what was it called post hole? When yeah, I, post hole. Yeah, yeah you don't post hole. Yeah. Um, but obviously the weather, just just the temperature and whether or not you have layers, if Avalanche they get wet, too. all that stuff. Yeah, I mean obviously losing the trail would be a concern, right? Yeah. Correct. You know what most through hikers freak out about and are super probably the biggest killer though, 
has nothing to do with anything we just talked about. Wet socks? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a true. killer. That's true. Silly. No, it's uh, stream crossings. What happens is when you get all that snow, oh, you have yeah. insane snow melt, and then you're trying to cross a stream, yeah. and people get swept away, right? So yeah. one of the biggest killers in the wilderness. Um, so apparently this guy that was former Coast Guard decided he was just going to um, – he started flying, and he was going to start flying hikers around the – the uh, Sierra because of the whole issue. So the guy's name's Chris Hoffman. <laughs> so he hadn't officially got his commercial pilot's license yet. Would you be taking that ride though? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. What are the other options? What, well, kind he, of, what kind of plane is he flying? Like uh, a little I'm not sure. It's probably like ultra a flight or something. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he couldn't advertise or take money for rides because he wasn't commercially licensed. That's like um, drones. You can't take a commercial job unless you're licensed. Oh, yeah, that's how that works. It's the same thing. I mean, it's the same you know re- agency, the FAA, that monitors it. So yeah, but he was flying people as far as 750 miles to get around there. Wow. So all this goes on, and at the same time, do you guys know what an FKT is? No. I've heard the term. Okay. Remind me. Say what it is. Fastest known time. Oh. You know where I'm going with this? No. Your sex life? Yeah. Well, they're they're hike. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, <laughs> so so basically, it's how it's fast you can do how it fast you can through, complete through the trail. Hike. Yeah. During this insane snow season, there was a guy named Nick Fowler. He averaged fifty miles a day, and he did the entire Pacific Crest Trail in fifty-two days. Well, we've had those records on the AT as well as 14ers. There's a guy that did all the 14ers in a certain period of time. But this was during a crazy snow year where people couldn't even get through the Sierra. Well, maybe he slid the whole way. That's 2,650 miles. That is crazy. That's insane. he did it in 50 days. Averaged how many miles per day? 50 Uh, miles a day. 50. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I could do one What's the most miles you did on the AT at 27 years old or 26? 22 miles was the most I did at 26. Did you track it? Yeah, everything. I could I do. Everything. I mean, I could do north of thirty if I wanted to. I mean, Shane and I did over eighteen one yeah, day. Yeah, you're in shape. I, I don't think. I don't think I could. Lecon- we drove. We 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 went all the way out to Mount Lecanton back. And that was nine and a half miles each way. Hey, so. Lecanton's legit, man. That's a tough hike. And I and I was, you know, North Carolina, Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Very hey, good. but do you think you got an FKT in your future at Kennesaw Mountain? <laughs> Are you gonna push up a fastest known yeah, time I, on I, Kennesaw I, Mountain? I, Listen, I, I, we, we all I know is we'll beat you. Yeah, <laughs> both of us will beat you. That's fair. I think I can got, move down. But it. I mean, honestly, I'm being dead serious. You got to come do it with us. All right. No I moment. mean, it's, it normally takes us about two hours, twenty minutes. We'll put four hours for you, and we will <laughs> talk to Ashley. I'll get Are it. You gonna give me a schedule. permission slip? I will yeah. get you a permission slip. I'll be like, look, he will do his FKT on you yeah. tonight, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she'd be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. That sounds good. All right, man. On a lighter note. Although, um, that was sort of light. Um, so we're going to go from planes to trains, from the PCT to the CDT. Did and you... CDT is Colorado something trail? Uh, yes. Thank you. Colorado Divide Trail. Divide Trail. Yep. And so it goes like basically New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, It was funny. I was just Idaho, out there and I saw Bigfoot uh, walking across. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where we're going. You guys hear about the big, big Bigfoot sighting this yes, fall? Yes, from the train. Come on. Well, well publicized. Come on. You heard yeah, about but this. I've seen the video. Come, You really believe this? Well, let me ask the question first. Do come you guys on. believe that Bigfoot exists? No. No. Cardiac? Yeah. 
I would like to plead the fifth just because politically I may have a career and I don't want to talk no about way. it. No way. No, do I think Bigfoot exists? No, I think it's a myth that people talk about. Do I think there could be things out there that are undescribed like a UFO or or some kind of animal that we that is a um, maybe extinct or we didn't see? Absolutely. Okay. There's, there's too many things. The Loch Ness Monster, there's things in the ocean. There's a lot of crazy things. I can... You believe I, in the Loch Ness No, no, monster? but I'm saying of all these, I think there are creatures that we haven't seen. I think that when you, if you've ever been to, like we, we can come there up. There is some Japanese tourist out there taking pictures of absolutely everything. Right. There is no way that we don't have and pictures of things. John Boy can say that because he's dat- dating a Japanese lady, <laughs> so he can get away with that. All right. That's funny. Who That's takes true, picture. too, actually. She does take a lot of pictures, yeah. too. So she, I would kind of. Lean on the cardiac uh, method here. So you're you're staying straight out. No, no, yeah. no, hell okay. no. That's fair. Hell no. Well, here's the headline: Colorado's recent squatch sighting is probably a prank, right? That's the question mark. It looked like someone in a suit. Well, this happened October eighth, twenty twenty three, in Silverton, Colorado. They got a ton of press. Here's the question I have: If you watch that video, who is taking that video? And what phone do they have? Because it's from 1986. Yeah, it's great. Because the graining is... Absolutely There right. is no here's way... Here's the brilliance of it. If you're the mayor of Silverton... Yes, exactly. It is a brilliant thing. Exactly. Because I guarantee you, the data on people that have now come to visit Silverton... Yeah. Which, by the way, is a nice little town. It I've went been there. way up, yeah. It definitely has gone up. Because there are people that'll be like, wow, I've never even heard of Silverton. Colorado, great place. Let me look. And they're going to go. So from a marketing standpoint, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. There was actually an article I read where some mayor was running around in a Bigfoot suit (laughs) trying to drum up tourism. I don't know if it was there. I don't think it was. But just to give you the background real quick, a passenger aboard the Durango Silverton narrow gauge railroad got a picture of a hairy figure strolling along a hillside. Which, by the way, I think your wife got a picture of a hairy figure last <laughs> night when you got up to pee for the sixth time. What? I'm not sure if that's true. No, that's a whole other topic. It's a, it, it's a full-on video, though. It's not just a picture. Yeah, well, not, she did get a video. She did get a picture, and then she uploaded it to Facebook. Her name, by the way, was uh, Sharon Parker. Um, the video, as you might expect, it spread very quickly. By the end of the week, it was featured on Late Night with uh, Stephen Colbert. And then TMZ even reported that Bigfoot Israel. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and it's Colbert. Uh, so better, Gary, what would you do if you saw an eight-foot hairy Bigfoot creature in the woods? I, you know. <sighs> that got cardiac. I think Gary attention. swings both ways. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, Car- think he would Cardiac put his phone down with that question and wanted to <laughs> I know just, the I'm, I'm very disturbed. He got his attention <laughs> immediately. disturbed by the questioning. That, this was that, the only thing that got him to put his phone no, down. I'm just what fascinated by do? the question. It wasn't like, I mean, I think. <laughs> Anytime you're out hiking, something can happen. I mean, when we went through the last um, or the Halloween episode, which I hope everybody tunes into, we talked about stories of people being spooked, you know, where deer jumped out of nowhere or came down a cliff right next to a tent was one of the stories that were scary. So, there, I mean, what are you going to do? I think everybody's going to freak out if whether it's a bear, a, a person, like nobody that you don't expect. I mean, I think – it's not. It's not like Bigfoot's gonna come and be like, "Yeah, can I have a beer?" Listen, this is this is just a dude who didn't manscape for a month. <laughs> no, it could be honestly, it could and, be somebody and went wearing outside. a costume. Though. Yeah. I, mean, so I I think it's a brilliant tourist ploy. If I don't manscape, very, I could be yeah, Bigfoot. Very simply, if we wanted to boost tourism in Roswell, Georgia, I you know Gary for Christ's sake with his hair, he could dress up, <laughs> and we just take you know pictures on a flip phone. I mean, and you know with your eyesight, good rich. I mean, it's you know. All right, so here's a couple comments from uh, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife um, officer, a, a guy named John Livingston. First of all, his comments were, 
There's 950 oh. species that we are responsible for managing. Yeah, not one's Bigfoot. Bigfoot is not one of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. His other comment was, uh, one guy came in and said there was a whole family of Bigfoots living up Junction Creek toward Colorado Trail. <laughs> Apparently, they like Twinkies, and he would regularly go feed them. <laughs> yeah, come on. So maybe the solution is to take Twinkies. Twinkies. If yeah, but you're by the way, you, if there was a Weight Watching camp out there, that people would be all over the Twinkies. Like, that yeah. would be yeah. horrible. Yeah. Come on. Is it, that politically correct? What? I'm just saying that, you, like, who doesn't like there Twinkies? <laughs> I know the three guys in this room have had their <laughs> share of Twinkies over the years. Ozempic could be uh, distributed in this room. Yeah, wow. they could be a sponsor. <laughs> so guy in a squatch suit or legit? What do you think? No. I, I don't even... I, I think guy in a squash. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd yeah, agree. Probably, I probably. mean, the, the graininess of the video just disqualifies it for me mm. because that is a person with an iPhone 4. Yeah, agreed. Okay. All right, guys. Actually, some really exciting news, very positive news. Moving, moving on to hiking trails further east, the uh, National Park Service designated three new trails in December. Have you guys heard this? It's, it's actually been pretty big news in the backpacking world. Three new long-distance hiking trails. Really? Yeah, they just got federal funding. Where, where are they located? Super exciting, actually. Uh, Ice Age Trail. You want to take a guess at that one? I'm going to say it's got to be on the Canadian border somewhere. Correct. Is it up in uh, um, Montana? Uh, it's actually east, so oh, was, really? Wisconsin. Okay. Um, new England and North Country Trail, which is kind of Midwest. It, Ohio, Michigan. Well, last I checked, Wisconsin was Midwest. But, <laughs> yeah, well, there's three trails. New yeah. England Trail? Uh, New England Trail is mostly Vermont and New Hampshire. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd like to New Hampshire. New Hampshire's awesome. Hiking. Yeah. Yeah, so here's what's interesting, though, and super positive. I've hiked the Ice Age, and I've hiked the North Country before. You did um, the Ice Age one? Not the whole trail. Not either one of the whole trails, no, but I mean, I've hiked Your history pieces. of trails is like a mile in, a mile out. <laughs> I mean, that's not <laughs> yeah. crazy here. Oh, and he's saving weight to carry more, beer. Yeah, Give exactly. me some more credit than that. You're built like a keg, all right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Um, so here's what's interesting to me, though. Um, these were three new new trails that got designated. There was 426, 427, 428th in the National Park Systems units, right? Uh-huh. Does that strike you as like a ton of more parks than you would have thought we had had? 420 parks or, or trails? Well, it includes everything. So it would include um, battlefields, seashores, historic oh, okay. sites, monuments. But did you have any idea we had that many? No, you said it's 428. Yeah. 26 through 28. 26 through 28. 26, 27, and 28. Those are the three trails. That's how many like NPS, like historic battlefields, trails, whatever we have in the country. That's insane, right? It, it really is. So basically, the National Park Service has designated three new national scenic trails, which were 426, 427, and 428 in the unit, which means that there's 428 National Park Service-controlled trails. Not trails. Like, systems. So let me ask you this. What's number one? I have no idea. Probably Yellowstone. Had to be Yellowstone. Yellowstone was the first national park, I think, wasn't it? But that would be in the system, right? You don't like, think Smoky so. – when was Smoky Mountain National Park? Uh, it was pretty early. It yeah. was. And yeah. then you look at the Appalachian Trail, and you look at the yeah. – distra- Appalachian Trail didn't come until, what, like yeah, 40s? Maybe? That was – I guess where I was confused is, are you saying there's 428 national parks? No, no. Like, 
battlefield, seashore, historic right. site, yeah. national monument. Yeah. I mean, trail. But they're managed by the NPS. Trail system. Right. Yeah. But like Kennesaw's part of that, right? Kennesaw's yeah, a national absolutely. park. Yeah, absolutely. It's to be a battlefield. Yeah, and yeah, you were yeah. ripping it all night for but us. But it's <laughs> just, that would, but, Ken- ripping yeah. it? but Kennesaw would be just one, I think. But I mean, are you surprised that we have 428 of these in, well, the, in the country? Well, I mean, if you put it this way, there's 50 states, right? So, so you're talking, you know, roughly ten, ten, ten little under ten a, ten a state. And when you look at the history, especially in the Northeast and east of the Mississippi, there you can see where there's a lot of them. Okay, that's fair. All right, that's a good answer, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's when you break it out. I mean, think about it. Just being out west, I can think of some in Nevada and Colorado and Utah. And, and yeah, that's uh, fair. Okay, Arizona. that's a good doesn't, answer. Doesn't blow my mind, but it also doesn't, you know. Doesn't, yeah, yeah. doesn't I mean, look, surprise you. If you're going to challenge yourself and say, I'm going to hike in all 428, that's a great challenge. I have a podcast on somebody that did, by the way. Really? Yeah. Really? It's fascinating. They did the 425. They didn't do the, the recent three. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, got no. some work to do. Yeah, get that's off your right. ass. We got a um, follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like in a wheelchair. It's yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a fascinating podcast. Which podcast is that? Uh, I got to look it up real quick. It's The Man Who Hiked It All is the name okay. of it. Okay. Oh, it's I'll, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. that's um, good. Super I mean, fascinating. A suggestion for future things is to highlight some of the past ones you did and have you know past podcast. Yeah, just yeah. well, or or a refresher on some of these podcasts. Like yeah, that guy fair. right there would be a great guy to talk to and say, "Hey, look, have you, you got, got more work to yeah, do." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not trying to say what you accomplished is great, but guess what? Somebody's going to beat that. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you do all of them, nobody can beat it. That's funny because that would give him another five thousand five hundred miles to do if wow. he had to go do these. Oh, that's those three add up to five thousand yeah, yeah. miles. That's impressive. That's more yeah. impressive. If you take the 428 and you say, okay, what is that in mileage? I got to think it's north of 20,000. Well, let, let, I'll break it down for you real quick. The Ice Age is 1,200. It's Wisconsin pretty much. So it's really actually – I've hiked the Ice Age. It's, I mean, not the whole thing, but it's pretty cool. Like, like It's where the glacier came down. And then so are you in north? You're on the border of Canada. Then you're doing it up north. It, it actually came down like almost to Madison. It came pretty really? far on Wisconsin. Okay. I mean, maybe even – about that area, but it pushed all the rocks down, so you got this line, right? So the trail follows that line. It's really cool. Uh, the New England Trail, I have not done. It's 235 miles. It's Connecticut Mass. I guess it goes from Long Island Sound to the border of New Hampshire, so I don't know much about it. Oh, I that guess. So that's that New York, cool. Connecticut, and Mass, if it's doing from the line. Well, or, it, it oh, probably lot, it starts like at the border. Mystic or something. It's yeah. a border of New York. But apparently it's like a lot of coastal stuff, a lot of historic towns. That looks awesome. Really that good mountains. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, but to you me, do, you do the to me that's going to be like more of a – I bet you that's included in like a bike trail or a bike walk. No, there. dude, it's this is a hiking trail. You don't think it's paved at all? No, these are scenic hiking trails. But you're saying it's along the coast, and I find that very hard to believe. That well, they would – Probably have some roadwalks. To your point, they would yeah. have roadwalks. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. even the Appalachian Trail up in Jersey and stuff yeah, has there's some, some road roadwalks. Yeah, yes, I'm just now, thinking because I know where you're talking about, and I can now picture it from where the Long Island uh, Sound is, and if it's the whole coast up to Massachusetts. Yeah. God, I may I may want to look at that one. Yeah, do. you should check it out. I mean, it just happened. And then the other one, the North Country, it actually goes through a number of states. It goes through uh, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. And they're trying to actually extend it from there. Does um, it go into Canada at all if it's doing that? Nah, not right now. I'm shocked. So it but, must go in New York. It must come down into Pennsylvania and around pretty much around Lake Erie. Yeah, it's like Western. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, kind of a, let me ask let me ask you guys this question. Why is this significant, though? Why is it significant? It's important. It's significant because, I mean, we're, we're in an age where everybody's bitching about the environment, and now we have more trails. So I, mean, I was just bitching to somebody – Shock. Ever since the pandemic, 
I mean, you can't find a hiking trail where you're alone on. That's true. Well, I think like the apps we were talking about before have played a big part in that. But yeah. I mean, it's good. People are getting out, which means you'll get more support. What was great was, you know, pre-pandemic. I mean, I, I retired in January of 2020. So I started hiking really kind of during the day and during the week, during the pandemic. And there were a ton of people out there. So I never got the enjoyment of actually, you know, retired hiking. Um, when there's nobody out there. No, you just go during the week. I mean, you have the option to go during the week. I d- and I do. Yeah. I mean, like we did Kennesaw during the week in the middle of the day. Oh, no. whoops. You didn't see whoops. that many people, whoops. right? <laughs> yeah, that was on a holiday. <laughs> yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, were, uh, you took a day off, right? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, we didn't see many people out there. I mean, we saw there was, there was like a hiking club of old people. We saw yeah. it looked like really, you're among them. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. a hiking club and they all had like hiking sticks on Kennesaw, no less. They had hiking sticks and they looked European. They definitely oh looked like they a, have short shirts. It was a club. I wouldn't say they looked European. They were they were definitely it was a very diverse club. Yeah. Uh, there was that an Asian lady. Yeah. I mean they Oriental, I don't know what they the dev- they announced their pronouns to us as they yeah. passed along. Yeah. It's a crazy world we live in. But I mean I think it's awesome that they're adding more hiking trails and I think getting outdoors. Um honestly I'd love for these trails not to have cell service. I know that's horrible. Still, I know. I hear you. Although it does save lives as we've talked about earlier. Very much so. If you have I mean, an Apple phone. Yeah, apparently. So if we get back to the reason this is a big deal, though, that these are NPS protected, right? Two reasons. They get funding, yeah. so they're going to have a lot more money. And but get then pro- when the government shuts down, as it always does three or four times a year, <laughs> those parks them. are going to be closed and you can't use them, right? And but, what does a trail need funding for? Well, they, I mean, for maintenance. It's like super yeah, expensive I mean, could, to keep I mean, these trails Yeah, up. especially with wash-throughs and weather changes and all that stuff. I, I mean, guess. you know. Well, they can also acquire land around them. That's, that's the other thing. Like, I think it, that's it, the biggest thing. Well, it gives them protection, right? Yeah. So they get protected. So it's actually a pretty big deal. They're both super cool trails, and so I'm I'm excited about it, dude. I, w- I want that list because I'm I'm gonna look into that New England trail. Yeah, dude. I mean, I actually want to check that out myself. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I I like the challenge of trying to go on as many as possible. Yeah, yeah. Trying to hit it, and I, I definitely will listen to that podcast that you had. I think it's great. I mean, I think this is good. Kind of doing a a rehash of 23, and I look forward to uh, some of the new podcasts you've got going on in the future here in 24. Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, so I'm going to close up with a few questions for you. Fire away. <laughs> so um, I plead the fifth. Do you guys know the Trek, by the way? I don't know if you guys follow. It's like a website, podcast. Uh, no. I've heard they, of it. I don't follow it. This, yeah. N2 Backpacking is number one <laughs> on my, my playlist. Uh, you know, humor me. I like that. So they um, they actually do an annual thru-hiker survey on the AT, and I'm going to throw a few questions at you and just Q&A. Yeah, because right? we're thru-hikers. Uh, no. No. I mean, we threw Kennesaw. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I, I do I'll hate when you, you get to be an elitist. Okay, uh, Did you camp shooter. overnight on yeah. the uh, on the Kennesaw? Well, if we no. had been killed by a car, we no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, your can title you your title's been relinquished. I don't think you can camp yeah, you up can. there. You yeah, can. probably can you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. So um, here's some stats from the Appalachian Trail 2023. What do you think is the largest age group on the AT 2023? I, I would definitely say twenty to thirty. Yeah, I mean, depend I, because of these millennials where they don't they want to work French hours. I think they're out there. I'd right. say eight, I'd say eighteen to twenty five. Uh, you guys are both correct. Under thirty. Yeah. So what about oh. the What about the next largest age group? Honestly, the next largest age group over is gonna, fifty. Yeah, it's going to be fifty to sixty. Once again, man, late fifties, early sixties. Correct. You guys are nailed it. Um, yeah. That honestly, I hiked in ninety four. It was no different then. So right. 
But the reason is because it represents the periods in life where people start and stop. Well, they actually have time to do it. Yeah. Right. You know, after college or post-retirement or whatever. So, okay. What about uh, percent male versus female? This actually surprised me a little bit. I'm going to say it's 65-35. I'd say it's 70 male, 30 30. female. So uh, cardiac was a little closer. It's 57 male, 42 female. And then one undetermined. We're going to flip. Where are we we announcing pronouns? But where's the binary? Uh, Well, that was kind of actually addressed in there. But, I mean, I I was trying to summarize this. All right. Another question that they asked was direction. Do you think more people go north, south? What do I you think, think most people flip? go north. Come on, north. I think most people yeah. go south to north. No. Yeah, like, yeah, south yeah. to north. Yeah, you yeah. go north. Yeah. yeah, good they go up because it's faster coming down. Yeah. Correct. I mean, it, it actually has increased or decreased over the years. It, was it 90% go north? It was 91, and this was fairly recently, yeah. and it just went down to 84 because more people are flipping these days. Really? Well, because there's I, so many people out there. Yeah, but I don't understand in a way why people don't go north to south for the simple reason that you could wait till the weather in the north is fine, and the south is never going to get too bad, right? Like, you're going to have bad days. But in the South, like you've got to time it because you, you, there's a window if you really want to complete it. You yeah, know? but the kata, kata, I mean, it's so iconic to end. Four reasons. Yeah. Four reasons people go south to north. First of all, bugs is a huge one. You That's get true. killed by the bugs coming southbound. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, two, weather. You get like basically great weather going north. You start with, you got to start really late in the season up there. Three services. Most of the services cater to the northbound hiker, not the south. And four community. A lot of people want to be in the the large group. The group. Some people don't want to be in that, and that's why they go southbound. But those are the four reasons. Why do I mean services? You're talking about like driving services and well, everything. Uh, hostels, uh, shuttles. But what, what's uh, the difference? I mean, yeah, I mean, if if you're stopping, do at they one ask place, you like, oh, you're going south? Fuck you, you're not staying here. No, but just most. I mean, like the services just shut down. It's like, all right, well, bulk of the people are through here. I'm not going to keep my hostel open, or oh. I'm not going to do shuttles. Oh, because the timing, because the bugs yeah. thing, I don't understand either. Because oh, you're going to hit oh, it one bugs? way or the other. The bugs in Maine no. are insane, yeah. like insane in June, late May. Yeah, but you, why would you – what I'm saying is if I was going to go north to south, I would start in April, either end of April, early May in May. In, it's still oh, you're freezing saying up you're there. still going to get the bugs because I won't get out of May. I won't get out of Maine until sometime in June. You probably you could, could not start s- in June. I think. That'd probably the earliest you could start yeah. in late May or June. It's too cold up there. And there's too much snow. There's like – yeah, but okay, flip it. When did you start? When would you start south to north? And when? Like, well, I, I mean, I did start uh, April tenth. Okay, so you, you most people cut, start in April or May, and then you finish in October. Yeah, which is awesome because Maine's insanely beautiful in yeah. October. Okay, now I get it. I, yeah. It makes sense. Well, anyway, so that is that's pretty much direction. What about percent that finish? Uh, what, do you, oh, what do you think? That, it is? that set out to do it, or now are you counting people that? Do section hiking and then finish no, it that way? Are, these are through hikers. Okay. Whole uh, thing. Like I'd say 20%. No, I'd say I, I would probably say around 12, 12 to 15%. Well, this is actually an AT, uh, Appalachian Trail, um, the way they call it now. It was, kind of, was conference. It's now conservancy. Um, they're saying 28 to 32%. It depends on the direction, but uh, that's roughly number that are finishing. So about a third. That's crazy, but I'd be curious to know what defines a finish, meaning – is there a time frame? Like, yes. Like, because you know. The time frame is within a year. So okay. you have 12 months. 
You have 12 months to yep. do it. Okay. That's to finish it within a year. Now, you could go in section. You could, like, next year, maybe you finish another section of it, then you didn't right. qualify for that, but you right. still finished the trail. But you could, but you, you took six months to do it. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that could take their time even more and do it in a year. Yeah, most people are going faster now because gears. I think in that Facebook group, I saw some people started out in February or March. And then took June and July off. That's a great idea. And restarted uh, in August to actually finish up to Maine. That's brilliant, actually. Except yeah. for I would worry my body would, you know, you'd have to. They keep took your body time. In shape. They were older, and they took time to recover. No, that yeah. would make sense. But if you, but at that point, you could do a little bit of section too in those two months off, right? Yeah, like you could just do it. dabble. Yeah, just knock out a couple, you know, twenty miles here for yeah. Months there. That's creative, actually. The um, but I'm curious, to, like you know, as somebody who did it, um. <clears throat> I lost my train of thought, but I but go back to what you were saying because I, I had it. I was just uh, just about finish. How many finish? Yeah, but we. But I mean, it's just it's just it's fascinating to me. Oh, what you were saying about it going faster because technology, the equipment's lighter well, than it was when you lighter, are. Yeah. But I also think that you know, there's people have so much going on in life that. And because of technology, you don't really relax. You're not really disconnected like you were in the '90s when you went. You yeah. were disconnected. Now. Everybody's showing on Facebook they're gonna have a baby hen. I want to get back for that. I want to do that. You know what I mean? Like you're uh, totally. you're so distracted. So so it makes you speed up, right? Like I like when you look at the clock and you look at the time. Um, that's true for any trail now, but yeah, that I mean that's a major change. But there's a lot more anxiety in the world today, and I think truthfully, technology is a major reason for that. Because you're it, always on. Yeah, you're always on, and you're always have the FOMO, the fear of missing out. And you want to get back for things. So, so okay, I want to do this. I want to hike the trail, but I gotta hit. I gotta be here on this date. I gotta do it this time. Like you're not enjoying it. I had a girl that I dated uh, prior to my current relationship, who part of our breakup was you hike for exercise, and she wanted to hike for enjoyment. She loved hiking, but she's like, I noticed that when you hike, you're you're just kind of like <laughs> yeah. fly go, and I'm much more of like. Let's look. She at was out but- there for experience. Well, let me look yeah. at this butterfly. Look yeah. at these leaves. Look at that. this environment. And I think. Um, that's I'm much more who the people are today, which is I want to just knock it out. Like I want to say I finished it, and not necessarily you. You you look back on your accomplishment, and you probably appreciate it much more now than you did then. And when you think back, you're like, man, I really wish I would appreciate it more then. Uh, you had some great times, but I think that we, or at least nowadays, you rush through things and say, oh, I did it, and then you don't look back. Like, Wow, that was great. Like when we did Machu Picchu, I don't know that I, I truly enjoyed I remember that specifically in Machu Picchu, I think it was day two or three when we were going over Dead Woman Pass. You guys took off. Oh, definitely and going down. You, you guys had to be carried by two people. Well, yeah. it wasn't that I need to be carried. I told William, I said, I am not going fast, A, because of my knees. But B, this is the greatest part of the this. It was hike. awesome. I mean, it was awesome. And it was going down, and I remember the just stopping and, and looking at pictures. And our guide, and and he, and like the three other people that we were hiking with, William said, "You know, those guys are going so fast; they're probably not going to enjoy this as much as you are." And I think I pulled into camp at about six or seven o'clock, and you guys had already been there for two or three hours. Yeah. And I had I had mentioned to Matt and and to other people while we were hiking. I said, God, I said, you guys don't know. William took me, and we went off trail down to this little section. We took some great photos. I've got, like, snow-covered mountains. It was, I think it was 14,000 feet was Dead Woman's Pass. Yeah. Well, it was the, the, the second day. That was the second Yeah, day that was the, the highest that we got was, four, yeah. we, I think we slept. What you don't know is William's like, I better get fucking tipped. I just had to hang out <laughs> with Gary by myself for a couple hours. I, mean, I think, I think, I think we pissed. slept at about 10,000 feet that night. 
Um, so we came down from like yeah. 14,000 to 3,000. So for my knees, that was a big one. But I knew I was going to take a long time. And I think I even when we got to the top, because I blew past you But guys. I want to do it again just for the simple reason that I look back and say, my God. I, I'll dude, go again take me with you. I'll go in I'd love to go. Yeah. Is this a trip that we're, we're all in on? Yeah, I'm in. And we're I, in. I'm not using the shitter though, because apparently that was a nightmare. Oh, so gross. Wait, yeah, <laughs> so no, bad. don't take a, re- a like a you know a relaxant oh, before there. God, I can't even. You like still the be- still the, the only out. thing, yeah, the only thing I I will never understand is how you get shit on the ceiling in a squat uh, that's, toilet. That's interesting. How it gets up there when that's you have so no bad. running water, that's, and it's yeah. up right, let's there dripping. That subject, but either way, I see what you're saying. Do you have any more questions on this? No, but let me just finish it up with this. I'll give you guys two takeaway comments. Yeah. Uh, one, I've never met anybody that said they wish they went faster. Right. Like, I mean, it does right. happen. There's people out there doing. No, I, I don't time. think people will say it, but I think people subconsciously do it because they want to accomplish it. When you're going A to B and I say, hey, look, I just did the AT through trail. Uh, you know, I finished it and I did it in four and a half months or I did it in five months. There's an accomplishment to that, but there, you do miss out. You miss out a little bit on the experience, on enjoying some of the people you meet, all the things. You, you That's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, no, no, 100%. And two, um, when I was my happiest was when I had a schedule when I started. I had to be here on this day, here on this day. When I threw that schedule away, best thing I ever How did. How long my did life. it take you to throw the schedule away? Uh, I was in Hot Springs, North Carolina. So, um, what, about a month or two? Uh, yeah, about a month. Yeah. But when I got rid of that schedule, it changed my life. I mean, yeah. and that gets back to your phone thing, like just not being tethered. Yeah, just disconnected. Huge. Now, uh, on anyway. when you did it, what was the longest period of time that you hiked with somebody? The same person. I know you meet people and you have different section hikes yeah. with people, but wh- how many miles did you do with an individual you met on an individual or individuals you did on the trail? So the longest time was essentially the state of Maine, which is 28 days with a guy named uh, Harry. Um, he was awesome. He was from. Uh, could he be identified as Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, I was hiking with Sasquatch. Was his name Henderson? Yeah, that's right. All right. Now, he was awesome. He had a dog. He was super cool. Do we keep in um, touch with him? Um, his last name was Brun, I think. I, I've lost touch with him, man. I've, I actually what was the put last it on my time, list to try to track him down. When was the last time you ever talked to him? Was it then? Man, like the last day we did our... He, he actually came off the trail the same day I did, and like we both flew out the same day. But you did 28 days together. You both flew out of yeah. Maine to your respective cities. Where was he headed? That's a great question because I've kept up with a lot of people, as you know, because you yeah, went to trail, trail days, days with yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I know you're socially awkward, but I'm trying to <laughs> help you know blend those. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Because um, that's way, I have just Drone Boy. I've been able to find him. Drone Boy and Goodrich will be at Trail Days this year. Yes, so that's if we right. have listeners, that's yeah. right. Come find, I, I come find us at the outhouses. Yeah, yeah. we'll maybe do a podcast <laughs> with you. But I think a podcast with Harry talking exactly. about that that is the yep. guy you hiked the longest with you told us the story yeah, about great. the girl that i thought with the whole bar yeah, situation laid yeah, yeah laid back sue would be a great one too but but knowing that this guy both you both finished and accomplished something that on that last day when you looked at each other and just said we just completed this entire because he was through hiking as well right yeah, by the way, we called him Delta Force because he looked like Chuck Norris. Dude. He looked totally like Chuck Norris. Like He had the beard. He just looked you, exactly you, like I him. Mean, uh, in today's technology, you should be able to find him in five minutes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, what, I've been able to find most people. What's his name? Find him. Are we going to do this now? No, I'm just curious. And while you're doing that real he quick. He has tracked down ex-girlfriends of mine that and <laughs> yeah. that I couldn't find. So if there's somebody that can find it, I trust him. Hey, while, while we're still on the through-hike subject and before we lose cardiac here for a while, <laughs> um, what do you think the average cost of a through-hike is these days? Ooh. I'm going to say 
It's got to be close to two grand. Are we just talking? Are we talking gear and hike That's, or just? That is a great question. Um, yeah, I was more thinking spending money for the whole hike. No, this would be spending money without gear. Right, okay. and I would say close to about sixteen hundred bucks. No, sixteen to two thousand. Oh. If you're budgeting, uh, I'd say I'd say eight grand. So interesting because you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. But let me say this. Eight grand? I have yeah. I've I've already stayed at the Ritz on the trail. <laughs> no, but it's you gotta food. eat, man. You got yeah. food. And Dude, everything think else. of how much you spend on a slice food. of pizza and a coke. I can live on it, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. Yeah, he did the Inca trail with just bread. <laughs> uh, yeah, garlic bread is all I lived on. <laughs> I remember hearing that. But just to, to bring it back, I mean, granted, old, this by the way, going back to Harry Brun for a second, how old do you think he is? <laughs> I think it might actually have been B R U E N. Okay, but how he was how, younger than me, so he well, he was probably about 26 at the time. Okay, so that was 26 so he, and 94. Mid 50s, he's about 55. Okay, yeah. bring us back to the eight grand. So, when I was through hiking, and granted, this is a long time ago, if you spent three grand, you were living it's, large. It's, uh, it's Biden, you were living. Large. I blame Obama. Uh, well, I mean, dude, in all fairness, like inflation is inflation, right? Well, when, uh, movie ticket was five bucks back then. I don't think you can get movies for less than $18 today. Yeah. Um, a candy bar was like a, a quarter. And, you know, you're looking at two bucks for a candy bar today. So, so on the Appalachian Trail Conservancy, Harry Brun, 1994, he's Harry Brun third. Yeah, okay. And it's Harry and Jade. Oh, he's, we got our, we got our. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, he's Jade found girlfriends dog. of mine. Jade was his dog. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you on this? Yeah. He's going to okay. find him. Hey, before you go completely down this, can we just close this out? I only have yeah, a few please, more comments. Please. I just want to share, and this is in the spirit of Gary, <laughs> in the spirit of Drone Boy, yeah. some National Park comments from 2023. Oh, good deal. I can't remember when we did this before. You you, you did this on a previous podcast. Probably. Yeah. I, well, I think it was, um, yeah, the, the comment section from National Park that the Rangers shared their okay. most you know, like favorite ones, like, you know, where's something to eat at the top of the mountain, stuff like that. You were the inspiration. Is good what deal. Saying. Good deal. I figured this is a good way to close it out. It's a good one. These are only a few. Um, the first one comes from the Sierra Nevada, Yosemite. Have you yeah. been to Yosemite? Haven't. Not yet. Hey, Cardiac, are you, have you been to Yosemite? I have not. Oh my God. It's I know. insane. I knew. It's Can a I, pain in the ass to get there. Yeah. Well, hey, for the listeners, for God's sake, don't go in the summer. Go in September, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's it's like it's just crazy crap. After Labor Day, yeah. when the kids go back to school. But it's amazingly beautiful. Yeah. Like stunningly beautiful. So, um, yeah, two comments. <laughs> one comes from TripAdvisor. The other one from Yelp. You oh, ready? God. Yeah. TripAdvisor. This is Yosemite. Yeah. It's really annoying that it's the same way in and out. The scenery's just not breathtaking. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. And this Good is from Yelp. Uh, I need someone to explain to me the hype of this place. Yeah. This place looks like any place with mountains and trees, too many people, not enough stores, not enough places to buy food. Oh, that's Karen. Uh, that's total Karen's. Wow. Okay, there I you mean, go. I mean, you... you, you how do you define a Karen again? Because I saw that recently on a video post. Uh, can I talk to your manager? <laughs> Is that one of I those I think things? that's pretty much how you or define really a Karen. somebody that just gets in other people's business. Complaining. Doesn't complain. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't involve them. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. All right. I mean, somebody compla- saying that the, there's only one way in and out of a national park and the scenery is just uh, mediocre. Yeah. What year did you graduate high school? Uh, <laughs> 86. 
All right. So this guy could this guy have graduated in '84? Easy that he'd be close to my age. Yeah. Mm. yeah he's still on it. <laughs> he's he's on hey, the rabbit hole. Hey, before you go down that, let me ask this question. So. Next on the list is Yellowstone National Park. We yeah. talked about that earlier. Yeah. Have you you guys have been to Yellowstone? Never. Right? Not yet. Cardiac, have you been to Yellowstone? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, I stayed in West Yellowstone. We drove through the whole park. I've been to the Grand Tetons. It's amazing. Oh, it's, oh I mean, Yellowstone's un- incredible. Unbelievable. Right? So here is a comment from Google. This is classic. Are you ready? Yeah. Cardiac, you gotta hear this. The whole place smelled like farts. Oh God. You know they're talking yeah, about the sulfur, the sulfur, right? Yeah, it's the sulfur. They're talking about the sulfur. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, okay. That's right. awesome. Wow, okay. All right. And then finally, and last but not least, and I think, Gary, you said you've been here, Arches National Park? I'm going. Isn't that Utah? Yeah. Have we're you go- been? Have you been? Um, We're going. Not you, but me and VJ. No, but where's Arches? Remind me. It's not it's in Z- Utah. It's not it's, south, though. Yeah, it's like Salt down Lake Vegas City? area. Like down yeah. Vegas area. So didn't we go when we went? No, we went to. we just went to Zion. And then we went to Fire to, uh, State Val- Valley of Fire. Valley we drove of Fire, by, yeah, but yeah. I've always wanted to go there, by the way. So just Valley of Fire? Uh, no, no, just Arches. Oh, general. Arches! I'm yeah. I'm going, and we're still looking at hikes to try and do around there. But that's yeah. one of the places that we're going. Well, so only one, only one comment. It's bad enough every time I turn around, the government's bending me over. But <laughs> having to pay a two dollar fee to enter a park is ridiculous. Oh, if I already have a yearly pass, government sucks. I hate every last one of you. That Yelp. is strange that you have From a Yelp. yearly pass and you have to pay a two dollar fee. That was mine. That was my I reaction too. I thought the same. This I is from you. Yeah, I. That's got to be like a parking or something fee. I don't know. I thought that was weird too. Actually, when I because usually when you go to this uh, the national parks and you have the the park pass, you don't have to pay a damn thing. It's fifty bucks for the year or eighty bucks for the year, something like that. <sighs> you know, in all fairness, the government never. Gets a lot of gives a lot of money to the they, parks. Yeah, man. they get yeah. kind of. They're screwed. the first ones shut down when the yeah, government shuts I down. I mean, so. The parks kind of have it rough. I feel for them. No, nah, that's one thing I don't mind paying for. I, I I'm totally with you on that one, man. Yeah, I'll support I, I them. Have no issue throwing some bucks there. No. All right, fellas. Well, thank you for making the trek to the studio this evening yeah. on a school night, nonetheless. In traffic. Yeah, in traffic too. Hopefully, it was worth the pizza. It was. The it pizza was, was really good. Pizza. Thank you. Cardiac, you're not one to turn down a good pizza. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> I had like six and slices. Wings. I ate dinner before I came here, and I had six slices. Wow. Just, I was not offered wings, so I only had pizza. Oh, well. What, would you eat wings? Yeah, of course. You eat wings? Well, they're, they're still up there. Yeah, they bon- might be cool. They're not boneless. Yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts? Any final recommendations on how not to be a major headline in 2024? Just don't be a douche. Yeah. And don't go down toilets. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I think hike more, bitch less, yeah. get off your phones, and just enjoy every moment you got. And, and, and leave, the, leave the Apple products in the yeah. toilets? Yeah. <laughs> tune in next time when uh, Goodrich is having a heart attack on Kennesaw Mountain. Yeah, seriously, we are doing <laughs> Kennesaw. Mm. <laughs> on your next Are you podcast, saying I'm the next headline? You're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> We're going to take you up Pigeon Hill. Oh, man. All right. It'll be fun. We'll talk about that next. <laughs> Guys, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Thank man. you. You've been listening to the N2 Backpacking Podcast. This is your host, Bird Shooter, wishing you the best for your travels on the trail. To subscribe to the show, visit iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or your favorite podcast app. And give us a thumbs up or a positive comment while you're there. 
You can also stream shows directly from intobackpacking.com. Just click the podcast tab on the main menu. Music from the show was provided by Jerris under a Creative Commons license and is titled Hillbilly Anarchy. The show is a production of N2 Backpacking and is copyrighted by N2 Ventures, Inc. For more information on this podcast or to provide feedback or comments on this or future shows, please visit us at n2backpacking.com. That's the letter N, the number two, backpacking.com. Backpacking.